I texted Morales again. They're looking for me. Real soon would be good. Inbound, he responded. Head down. What the hell had spooked Noakes? It wasn't the missing coat, he'd have said. I'd left no trace. He hadn't seen me. He hadn't heard me. Smell? I'm trained. I wasn't wearing perfume, and last I checked, I smelled better than the coat I'd stolen. Maybe he was just right for the wrong reasons, like he'd been about the hydraulics. The only benefit from this was that the drivers who were looking for me weren't driving away in their rigs, but if they did a good job with the search, they'd look up here soon. It was a straight race between the SWAT team and the search party. I distracted myself by trying to estimate how long it should take those men to search the compound, and comparing it with the response time the SWAT team quoted. It had gone quiet except for the idling engines. I peered over the shed roof again. Windler and Estes were still there, Noakes to one side, arguing on his cell. Everyone else had gone off to look for me, nothing like being wanted to give a girl a nice warm feeling on a cold, wet night. Estes held his pistol up in the headlights, checked it, and chambered around. He stuck it back in the pocket of his coat, unsafed. Idiot. The pair of them wandered over toward the office. Don't like this, Windler muttered, not ten yards from me. Not tonight, it's trouble. He's just jumpy, for Christ's sake, guy. Windler wasn't going to be calmed. There's been something the whole fucking day. What do you mean, said Estes. It's just a hydraulic pipe. It happens, man. Noakes is scared of his own shadow. No, right from the start today, that fucking bitch from HR poking around. Something off about her. Trouble, he said. Look, him or her will find them, Estes said. Then there'll be no trouble at all. He chuckled and grabbed his crotch. If it's her, maybe we don't kill her right away. Windler had started to shake his head in irritation again when there was shouting from the gates. Awesome, the cavalry was here. Windler was the first to react. He turned and sprinted to the new cab. It hadn't been connected to the trailer yet, and its engine was running. Noakes went for it, too. No freaking way. I leaped off the roof, coat flying, and landed next to Estes. He turned to me, shock and disbelief on his face, giving way to terror. I guess it was the makeup. He started scrabbling in his coat pocket, jerking at the pistol to free it. Pleased to see me, are you? I said as I grabbed his wrist and slammed my elbow into his face. Everything happened at once. The pistol in his pocket went off and the bullet tore through his thigh. Windler's cab started to roll. Estes screamed and would have collapsed but for my grip on him. The SWAT team opened the gates to come swarming through. No, 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 shut the gates! Freeze, police, was being bellowed from every angle. Someone was yelling my name. Shots were fired. I was standing right between the cab and the gates. It was barreling down on me, twelve feet tall and eight wide. Hard, bright chrome. Lights blazing, engine roaring, dirt and gravel spurting out the sides. I felt a stupid sense of disbelief. He wasn't going to stop. There was no chance Estes could get out of the way. I wanted him in prison, not the morgue. I'm far stronger than I look. I lifted him up and hurled him clear. I'm also very quick. I nearly made it, too. So, so close. I was diving backwards when the cab hit me and I did the old ragdoll flip through the night air. 
Man down! Someone screamed. Oh, geez, that hurt. I know it was dark, and yeah, I was wearing coveralls and a coat. But come on, guys, give me a break. Then the ground came up like a huge fist and punched my lights right out.